Welcome to Attorney Heart, the podcast focused on bringing awareness to and promoting attorney well-being. Join Attorney Heart as you embark on a journey to improve the quality of your professional and personal life. And now, here's your host, Fernando Flores. Looking up, there's always sky. Rest your head, I'll take you high. We won't fade into darkness. Hi, everyone. This is Fernando Flores, your host of Attorney Heart, and I'm really excited for you to join me on another episode. Today, I wanted to cover some statistics from a report that came out in 2016 called The Prevalence of Substance Use and Other Mental Health Concerns Among American Attorneys. In this particular report, uh, they focus on um, a survey of about 13,000 attorneys that asked a variety of questions. But I wanna focus specifically on some of the information that came out related to drinking in the profession. Interestingly, in the past uh, of the folks that took the survey, in the past 12 months, alcohol was by far the one substance that the majority reported using. Uh, And it was basically 84%, which is an incredibly high number of attorneys, you know, drinking alcohol. And when it comes to, you know, attorneys versus law students, for attorneys, the, the, percentage was between 21 and 36 percent that were problem or hazardous drinkers okay and for law students the report ended up surveying about 3300 law students and it found that 43 percent of law students reported binge drinking at least once every two weeks that's almost half so um, that's an, an, I mean, and those are the folks that reported that, right? It could be upwards of 50% or more than that. So if you're in law school, yeah, there's like almost a one in two chance that you're engaging in some sort of binge drinking at least once every two weeks. And I was looking at um, a report titled Beyond Hangover and Beyond Hangovers that was published by the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. And I was really, I wanted to share with you in particular, you know, alcohol has a lot of uh, negative effects on different parts of your body, but in particular, I wanted to bring awareness to how it impacts your liver and then how in turn that impacts your brain, right? So if you drink a lot, your, your liver's ability to break down alcohol and the toxins of alcohol is going to be limited. The more that you drink, the effects of alcohol are going to take longer to wear off. And if you have more toxins in your body for a longer period of time, what's going to happen is those toxins are eventually going to travel to your brain and they're going to impact your brain cells. And this can cause different sort of uh, problems physically. And they can relate to everything from sleep disturbances, mood and personality changes, anxiety, depression, depression, shortened attention span, coordination problems. And it can, you know, if it's really severe, it can lead to coma and death, right? So I, I was particularly interested in this because these are things that can really impact 
how we perform in the profession, right? Not sleeping well, having, you know, being very moody and aggressive, having anxiety and, and depression and a shortened attention span. I mean, these are all things that as a result of continuous drinking will impact how we perform. And I mean, to some extent, I'm speaking to the choir here, you know how alcohol impacts your ability to perform, you know, when you've had a heavy drinking night and you wake up the next day and you have to do something that's really focus oriented and you have to write a lot or research a lot, you're not, you know, you're not as focused as you can be. You're not performing at a level that, that you know you can. So one thing that was also really interesting was among people who drink one heavy, that have one heavy drinking day a month, two in 10 of those people have an alcohol use disorder, okay? So if you have one heavy drinking day a month, two in 10 of those folks are, are gonna have an alcohol use disorder. And um, typically risk, you know, at risk or heavy drinking is when, for men, is when they have more than four drinks on any day or 14 per week. Okay, so let me say that again. So at risk or heavy drinking is when, for men, is when they have more than four drinks on any one day or 14 drinks per week. For women, it's more than three drinks on any day or seven per week, okay? And the, the next uh, pattern that came up in that particular study uh, beyond hangovers was if you have a heavy drinking day per week in comparison to one heavy drinking day per month, then there's a three in 10 chance that you're gonna have alcohol use disorder. And if you have two or more heavy drinking days per week, okay, so you double up on the number of heavy drinking days per week that you have, then you have a five in 10 chance that you're gonna have an alcohol use disorder. And so basically what this comes down to is the more heavy drinking days that you have in a month or a week, the higher your chances of developing alcohol use disorder. And one of the things that I, I think is really important to discuss is just how prevalent drinking is in the profession. And if you become uh, aware of the situations that you are constantly exposed to, exposed to and placed in, right? You know, if we have a networking event, there's definitely alcohol of all kinds, right? Everything from wine to hard liquor to beer. Um, if you end up finishing a long day at work and you go out for a happy hour, I think the hardest part is limiting your ability to just maybe have one drink, right? And not make it a heavy drinking day. So just some food for thought. And, uh, you know, as you continue to move towards a healthier lifestyle, and it, you know, I focus on specifically how the liver is impacted and eventually how it's limited capacity to process the toxins will impact your brain function. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even get into how it impacts your heart and, you know, other body parts and body functions. But at the very least, uh, I hope that bringing awareness to how this particular aspect of your um, body's diminishing functions 
but might motivate you to reconsider how much you drink and uh, limit its use. Uh, it's, I guess, you know, as you hear the numbers, 84% of attorneys reported in the past 12 months using alcohol to some extent. And it's not, it's not an easy thing to let go of if you're in the legal profession, because again, we do get exposed to it a lot. But if you are able to limit it, it can make a really big difference. You're not going to wake up hungover as often and your performance is you know, going to continue to uh, improve as a result. And it can take a while actually to reverse some of the, the damage to your brain cells. You know, you may need to stay off alcohol for, for months at a time, uh, not, you know, at least a year to really regain that brain capacity. So yeah, just some food for thought. I hope that helps. And if you uh, found it helpful, please share it. All right. So thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Attorney Heart. I look forward to having you join me on the next one. Take care, everyone. Hi, everyone. Fernando here again to thank you for listening in to another Attorney Heart episode. If you like this episode, please make sure to give it a thumbs up. And if it can benefit anyone that you know, please share it. Attorney Heart is brought to you by iMatterNow. I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W. Please make sure to check our website at imatternow.com. Again, I-M-A-T-E-R-N-O-W.com. And join iMatterNow's Facebook page. Follow us for future events and additional resources. Every day presents an opportunity to engage in self-care. And remember that it is not selfish to take care of your well-being. It is necessary. So take care and connect with you on the next Attorney Heart episode.